All right, y'all, you know what it is. D-Mac in the cave. Got unbelievably all my brothers with me. My big brother, uh, Rude Dog. What's up? My big brother, Rafiki. Hey. And my little brother, Rashawn. Yo, what up? We all gathered here to do the top 10 all-time influential uh, people in hip-hop. Not just artists, but people. So this this gonna be this gonna be interesting. Definitely. So uh stick with us. You know we're gonna get to the end as usual. Alright, y'all, we back. Top ten all time most influential people. This this uh this was definitely a tough one. Uh since my baby brother is new to all this, I'm gonna actually have him start us off with his with his number ten. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna start off with uh, my number ten. All right. So ghostwriting has been something that's been going on since the beginning of hip hop. I understand that, but I think over the past couple years, you know, it's been taking the new heights with it being okay in hip hop. You know, where you can be the number one MC and have a ghostwriter apparently. So at my number ten, I'm gonna have to go with uh. His situation influencing hip-hop is uh, Quentin Miller, you know, who got exposed for ghostwriting for who many call the, the top MC in the game right now, Drake. Um, you know, with him being exposed, with Drake getting exposed as having a ghostwriter, um, I think it was a really a big turning point in hip-hop where, you know, the fans of hip-hop, a lot of them, were starting to say, okay, fuck it, you can, or, you know, you can have a ghostwriter, it don't matter, and you can yeah. be the nicest MC. Yeah, you know? I guess so. And yeah. although it's been happening since the beginning of of hip hop, you know, it was more of a um, there wasn't no one okay, you know, with being known to have a ghostwriter. Right. You know, it was more of a uh, like a under you know, the rug. Yeah, it was thing. under a rug. Yeah, you want to want you know you wouldn't want to be exposed for that. But now it's a it's a new age in hip hop. So I think you're gonna be seeing a lot of MCs, you know, being okay with it. Like, yeah, I got so, a ghostwriter. I gotta ask, so do you think it's prevalent now then? Do I think it's prevalent? Um, I think it. I think it's yeah. I think it's gonna be start. It's gonna become more prevalent because you're gonna have people less afraid to to be exposed for their ghost writing. You know, um, ghost writing habits that they have. Or, you know, as far as reaching out for for your rhymes and all that. And I think that is showing that ghost writing has been around forever, though. It has people, been. People, people. I remember people. One of the greatest ghost writers of all time was um DOC. But That's all you ever heard was he was right for most of the people out there in, in, um, on the West Coast. So, yeah, but yeah, but I, I think I, I I think you're right, little brother. This cat definitely probably should be in the top ten. He really, he probably should be even higher. Because yeah, the, the era I come from, yeah, that's what that's total blasphemy. It's not okay. So I mean, now like you say, the whole thing is shifted. People don't care. No one cares. Where you can be considered no. in the top MCs while having a ghostwriter. That's but, but, just, but, that's where hip hop is shifted to. I, we're gonna move on, but there's there's bigger fish to fry that led to where you guys are talking about where, where ghostwriting and um jacking for other people's music gets become so acceptable. So I think we need to move on from what? Somebody else's what? Hold on, before we do that I gotta ask uh, about uh, Rafiki if he got anything to add to this. See this was a, this was the switch 
from hip hop to rap, right? One of the first mm. people that, that that did this were the guys that uh, that performed rappers that like. They didn't even they didn't write those rhymes. They right. just performed them. So right. that's where you that's where you had the the individual with the pride who basically it started out with pride and 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 uh, seniority ship and, and and reputation in your neighborhood about what you could do. When they start when they start picking up traction as far as the public and popular uh, being being popular and people want to make <laughs> make money off of it. Then it starts to turn into what you see now, which is a rap thing, where people are using and using other people's lyrics, opposed to coming up with their own and being original. So that's that's where you got the swing, and where you created that whole new genre of, of rap, opposed to hip hop. That's yeah, how I see it. yeah, that's a fair point, big brother. That's definitely a fair point. Uh, my number ten is gonna be Luther Campbell. Luther Campbell, Two Live Crew, however you want to slice that. I got to go with Luke just because he, you know, fought, you know, uh, they were banned. You know, he had the song banned in the USA because the group was banned, their videos were banned, their music was banned. They would, I think they went to the Supreme Court and fought it and won, you know, to be said that they weren't obscene, believe it or not. So, you know, that's definitely my number 10. I think he kind of changed the landscape, you know, of, of, of what. So what, they ushered in the new labeling of, of CDs? and More or less. More or less. They was, yeah. They was a big, they was a big, yeah, one of the, one of the groups that were a big part of that. Yeah. Because if you want to talk about just, just um, their content, they weren't the first no. group to, to, to come there. I would say that was well, too, too short. Okay. Yeah, he was. Well, he, I was in yeah. the what? I was in like the seventh or eighth grade. Yeah, the first time I heard he "Too Short" them. from Freaky Tales. Right, and that's that's nastier or, or freakier than anything that Luke Campbell has ever came up with. So, I, I guess what you're saying here is based on the fact that white America thought that Luke Campbell was bad. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sure. Yeah, and he changed what? And he brought in the new labeling system. Of yes. And and was and fought, you know, fought fought that, you know, because other people have been charged. The W.A. had been charged, as we saw in the movie. I, I think they, you know, the cops was trying to arrest them for obscenities. You know what I mean? But they didn't really fight it. They didn't take, you know, he took it to court, you know, and won, you know. So I think I, I thought that was the landmark. I feel like you know that alone. I'm you gonna get on my list. So before Luke, were there other groups or individual rappers? Like was the sexual exploitation of women was that the was that a, a thing? The too short. Rappers? So he talked about pimping. That was too short. Then. Too short. Okay. You ever heard Freaky Tales? You need to listen to that. So too short. Okay. So too short. And then outside of him. No, I think it was more people. I think like I'm just saying, too short was my first was my yeah. introduction to that type of rap. Yeah. Okay, Slick Rick. Everybody, you know, uh, there's a few he, people that said some things about women. Man, you listen to Freaky Tales right now today, you gonna feel a different way. Like, damn, really, really. But Luke, Uncle Luke, he his whole thing was that was only about that was all his, all his whole subject matter. I went to make a pussy, but can't be your lover. Yeah, 
See? Yeah. Yeah, that's Slick Rick. Rick. Yeah. Yeah. He was saying, he was saying oh, that's Slick Rick was on the Lisa. I'm just saying, what he did is, he took the down saw, he took the dance. And put that that whole big right. band, that whole he made it acceptable. That cheerleading, damn near, you know, production. Because you know girls I mean? ain't walking around singing too short, but girls walked around and sang two line crew songs. That's the truth of the matter. You know, dance to them and all that. Girls weren't really dancing to too short. No, you know? no, yeah, like, like he, because like, he was pimping. Because I'm saying, I, I, I he was pimping. No, they wasn't gonna, dancing gonna, to gonna, that. Keep it moving, but I'm gonna say like. Like the whole booty shaking, the whole booty popping, all the way up to now, how women is still, as soon as the song come on, they boop, boop, boop. That's all loop. Okay. That's all two live crew, in my eyes. Fair eye. enough. And I, okay, so I respect this. It's just, uh, so his influence is all the way up to now. Okay. As soon as you turn on one of these. So it's legit. Music. He's a legit top tenner then, is what it sounds like. So let's, right, let's move on then. Let's, let's let me give Who's your top? Who's your number 10? 50 Cent. 50 Cent. Of all time? Of all time. Okay. He he's giving you that sex appeal that you're talking about with Luke. If you put um um it's my birthday or idiot. I don't know, he to me, he reminds me and, yeah, and we was talking right. Off camera, these cats know there was on, a whole debate on. about LL Cool J. Rah, 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 no rah, doubt. Rah, rah, but sex appeal sales. 50 Cent is a lot like that. A lot like But that. his influence today Captain Caveman. I have muscles, so, you know. But it, it expands beyond that. It goes to G-Unit, yeah. merchandise. He flipped it with the water. He did. And power. He, that, I mean, I give him that for that. Uh, I give him he's power a mogul. alone. I give him, I, I, I can't knock him. I can't knock it. Him being in the top ten. I can't so let knock me that. ask you this. Is he bigger than Dr. Dre? No. Is he bigger than Eminem? Yeah. That's all I can really ask. He's bigger than Eminem. Is he bigger than Dre? No. I don't think he is. I don't bigger think, than Eminem. I, I think, think it's a, I think I it's a good think. debate, but I don't think he I is. I think he's bigger than Eminem. I don't. I do. I don't because because as we as you said, white I America. Think if you go to Detroit and you say 50 Cent or Eminem, motherfucker be like, 50 Cent. No, no, not who's the better rhymer. Right. Better We're just saying I'm bigger. Just saying, you know what I'm saying? The bigger who's person, wide, bigger personality. Who's wider known? I think they're going to say Eminem. Nah, I don't see. I think that's a push then. If you want to know, that's a push. All right, well, moving on. That's a push. Well, you talking about what, what worldwide? So if you said if somebody worldwide, say, if somebody say Eminem, they're, they're not going to say, and if they say 50 Cent, they're not going to know them at the, on the same levels? No, you say who's bigger. Yeah, who's that's what I'm saying. Who's, who's more known? Bigger, who's or even more, who pushes the needle more? It's Eminem. And based maybe on his skin color, I'm saying Germany. Eminem might be more, no, or even here in America. No, I don't think. No, color. I don't. I don't think in America. See, I think Fifty Cent's bigger than Eminem, or as big as Eminem in America. What that's is, a uh, debatable. That's a debatable. Called. But we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get back to that one, America. Yeah, you guys, right, 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 that just goes to show and prove that my top ten pick, uh, uh, that my number ten pick here, you know is, what they call the um, the market, the pyramid marketing. That's what hip hop is. You know, one person gets on, they get on, they get somebody else on, and then that probably gets somebody else on. So what I'm saying to you is that the prosperity of Fifty Cent only. Makes the notoriety of Eminem that much larger because he was he was a, a guiding force of getting him seen uh, to the public. 
That's what I'm saying. No, but relevancy today, Eminem passes Marshall Matthews. Because right now, Marshall Matthews is kind of a laughing stock. And he comes out with this new album. Well, we gonna answer that. We 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 divert. We divert. Okay. Yo, you know, we gonna. That's a definitely whole different. Um. So, little brother, Rashawn, what's what's your number nine? My number nine, man, is gonna have to be man. I put down Dipset. I'm from a from oh. a younger generation. Okay. But the, the, the movement that was out on the East Coast with Cameron, Freaky Zeke, Jim Jones, Joel Santana, um, that was the first time that I seen a, a movement of, of that many individuals um, kind of set the tone for a, a whole region. You know, they did it as far as fashion. A lot of people were dressing how Dipset was dressing in, in hip hop. Um, and then, you know, Cameron also, you know, he was doing movies. And just to see people, see them moving as a unit and rocking as a unit. Now, I didn't come up listening to, like, uh, uh, Wu-Tang, but I imagine the impact of a Wu-Tang being a, a unit like that. Yeah, is similar to that's, what, that's a, right. Yeah, that's probably, but that's what I felt when, when I seen Dipset. Like, okay, they're all rocking together. And to be honest, individually, I was never a big fan of any of their music alone. But you know, they came but, together. but it was the movement. Yeah, it was the movement. You know yeah. what I mean? And I seen people start wearing thermal thermal shirts and, and uh rock and roll belts because Jim Jones was doing it. <laughs> I seen Foot Locker start selling pink tall tees because Cameron right. was rocking pink. But see, I seen that's the what NBA. I would, yeah. That's what I see see because is it dipset though or is it Cam? Cause Cam, he's he's the one that brought them all together, right? Like it's it's kind of his. He no, did. but I agree with Young Bro right here that it was all of them. It okay. was Jewel Santana. Okay. It was Jim Jones. It was oh, it was it was a whole. Okay. I don't know about Freaky Ziggy. No, you know Freaky Ziggy's in the background. Yeah, he's in the he's background. a background. He's a background. Yes, man, player. But right. hey, yeah, Jr. Ryder too. Yep. Yep. Another background player like a yes man, but right. the the main core. I'm feeling. But Cam was the forefront. He was he was the forefront man. Yeah, no doubt. But my man in that crew was 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 Jewel Santana. That's, that's an interesting pick. I don't know that I would pick them in this in this spot right here. Or, but yeah, it's interesting. I I, I can. I mean, my thing is just to see. You see how hip hop influences so many things outside. You know, you got sports and entertainment, movies, all that hip hop taking a part of it. But for me to see all of a sudden Footlockers across the United States selling pink T-shirts. You know what I mean? After Cameron is is promoting that color, but and all they of a sudden, were, bam! To see the it, but then you got the NBA starting rocking pink headbands around the same time, and then and then see the to see kids all over the place rocking it. That's not what. But I feel like they was rocking that pink stuff for the Cancer Society and all that other stuff. All they've been rocking that for a long time. No, but they didn't. They did not. And rock I still pink. feel like in today's hip hop society and black man culture that a black man that wear pink is you know. But yeah, that's where but Cam changed it all. I, I, no, I rule. If I wear pink, if I wear pink button down, you think you you think I you think I'm I'm Cameron with I'm, I'm you know fresh to death or you know I'm kind of funny like. What I'm I'm gonna tell you this man I didn't I didn't went through a couple different phases and thought processes with those things. I'm saying this right about now. It wasn't necessarily Cameron that that made. Pink really popular, but it did. He did spur. They did spur a, a pastels type of look. 
with all with, with how it was kind of flamboyant. So they spurred a movement. And right. So, they did. so I, I, I see. So you said he's a legit. That's a legit dip set. That's a legit pick then for you to be in the top ten. Okay, so we moving on from there to who's who's turns who turns at number nine. Yours, or mine. Uh, if she has yours or mine, I'm gonna go, go with nine. I'm gonna go with this guy here. He's on hip hop. What one of those shows about Hollywood running with Ray J? But I think I, I didn't done a little little you know little research. I, I, I flipped through YouTube and they talk about this brother here. He done done some things that, that change the way that people think. And that's um Soldier Boy. Mm. He changed the whole attitude towards, you know, how people delivered their music to society. To to the masses, I mean. He went the total internet YouTube. Created yeah. a whole new way of streaming. A before they was even streaming. Yeah. A whole new avenue. And to today he's still making money off of that. So at my number nine pick is Soldier Boy. Mm. Yeah, that's legitimate. I, I can agree with that. You know, kind of being in the forefront, off the wall type stuff, man. I just uh, sometimes I just don't know <laughs> where you coming from. You coming way out of left field with that one. How's that? That's like if you do the research, if you do the research and then and gain the knowledge that you always talking about, Soldier Boy, man. He ushered in a whole new way of people, a way of getting your music out to the people. A way of, of, of promoting. Promoting yourself. Yeah, of the use of the internet. And now that's the main... That's how they do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Doing blog. He was one of the first people I seen doing video blogs of him just doing his daily activities and recording it, things like that. So obviously you, 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 you're counting, when you're saying influence, you say even if they influence it in a, in a foul way. Yeah, to where yep. it just completely dumps things down and kind of. I, I'm saying before how many away from the essence of the, of, of of a hip hop. Uh, yeah, whatever. Either way, though. Yeah, either you way, know, whether going, it's good or bad. We already went to the you know we came from hip hop to rap, and now we. I, I don't know, think like, that he. I don't think his imprint is. He left a, any negative more imprint than any right. under a lot of other people. Right. He just showed, he just ushered in a new way to get his music and his content out. Marketing is what you're saying he, his influence was, basically. Yeah. And if, if you look at people now, saying, that's what most, a lot of people do now. A lot of your artists. So you took him out the artist, you took him out the artist seat and just put him into the marketing seat. And the no, he's, seat. he's both. That's his genius. Just, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We, I know we can both agree that he's not a genius when it comes to making music. Sure. Yeah, we're not talking can about we the music. Can we both agree on that? We're not talking about the music. That's right. actually so irrelevant. Let's, let's not go down that path. Right, that's saying, irrelevant. You took him out. He's like he said, this ain't just artists. He said that in the beginning. This ain't just artists. So you took him out the artist seat and put him in the businessman seat, in the executive seat. All of that, that. If, yeah. If you want to put him there, yeah. I'm not going to argue yeah. that. But the way he promoted his product was ahead of his time. It was ahead of his time. Regardless if it was whack or not, he was able to put it in the forefront and say, look at this. Look what I got. I agree. You know? I, I'm not, but, I'm not, I can't dispute that. Because I'm, I'm wrecking my brain right now to figure out what, now just, what preceded it, you know? I can't, re I can't No, you're trying it. to, you're, you're trying to figure out what music. No, no, what, no, 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 I'm talking about what, what music really. What form of marketing. There was, you know what I mean? yeah, before was, him it was magazines and you know and what I mean. I remember CD-ROMs start being, you know, like they're distributing 
extra extra pictures or photographs, yeah. photo shoots, extra little games, extra little information about the artist on the CD. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Boom. So when you're talking about YouTube, pull up, pull streaming, up, pull up Soldier Boy's YouTube history. And you'll see. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. That's why I just told you. I gave, okay. you, I gave you props for, for that on that. End. Okay, so I try. Y'all right. Yeah, y'all right. That's that's number yeah, we're nine. Gonna move, yeah, we're that's big brother on, number nine. Rude dog number nine. My number nine. You know, I guess I'm gonna go LL. You know what I mean? To go on and get him out the way because he was in the list one way or another. So we go on and get him out the way. LL Cool J. Many many reasons. You know, to me, he he kind of he was he was. For me, the first rap superstar, the first, especially solo uh, stars, male superstar, uh, it's definitely him to me. Uh, regardless of what you feel about his lyrics or whatever, okay. the content, any of that, he was that cat was a superstar. True. Went on to make movies, TV shows, you know, went to a whole other level. Dude, man, yeah, come on, man. He's on anybody's list. So, mm. uh, I just want to ask you this. So, on an individual, just on a businessman level, he was better than my... He's He's been more profitable and bigger than my number 10. More more profitable, you said. Who? Who was this nigga? 56. Yeah! No, I would still Wait, argue. Wait. I would still argue that Fifty throughout his career, throughout his lifetime, has made more money and been more influential than LL Cool J. But what? they kind of put him under the the same blueprint as LL, like you said. You know what I mean? Got him in that weight room, did all this, come out with some love songs, smile for the thank camera, you, thank get you healthy. Just, thank you for reminding you know? what he was so just said, this shit for really, LL. Let's let's do this. Really more no, but than that. what? He moved beyond him. Oh, right. that nigga right. trolls people. He set the path. Right. He trolls. LL's all. And LL, you know. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I, I guess mean, so what? I, so LL's a good, he's a good, what? He's a good for the for the LGBT like too then? I'm confused. Are you disputing? Huh? Is, is, that, is that what we, is that? We're not disputing. We can't dispute his number nine. Okay. Hold on. I'm saying he's he what? You think you put an LGBT oh, light through there? Yeah, LL. My my thing is, yeah, um, you say he made love songs for the women. He made love songs for men too. So the fifty cent, but that's besides the point. Don't even have to oh, what you with it. I'm not. I'm just saying they both. If you're making a love song, you're making it for everyone. Whoever, whoever to buy it, to stream it. But anyway, that's that's beyond the point. We all love the LGBT and everybody here. Nothing but love. Anyways, though. Um, yeah, I love you, yeah. L. Hey, I love you. Yeah, L. L. Definitely. Did it be more than fifty cent? I, whatever. I guess you can flip them. My thing is, uh, fifty L. L. Ain't known for notoriety as your fifty cent is. So True. To me alone, that should put him ahead of ahead of him Who? on the list. Fifty Cent. But that's ahead of LL. Yeah. Okay. No, LL ahead of Fifty Cent. No variety for me. But oh, you say LL is more? He's more popular. Universally than loved. Yes, everyone loves LL. Ah, see, I was everybody loves that. I don't LL. Think that. Nobody has a bad word to say about LL. How many people love Fifty? Lots of people love Fifty. Lots of people hate Fifty. Love is love. Never hear hate about words love. about Shit. LL. That's what never vanilla. Oh, that nigga, up. LL, he's in plateaus. 
He's a fucking hey, man. Hey, he hey, hey, I know, I know. LL dropped the ball on New York this year. I watched him do that on Channel Five. Mm-hmm. So he turned it down. He turned it down. I don't know. Like dropping the ball. Oh no. I hear you. Okay, he turned it down. All right, we're going to move on to yeah. number eight. Plus, he's on, he's, oh, man. What, he's on CBS. Yeah, he did, he did, he's on he CBS. Yeah. yeah he he's already okay. on. All right. All right, Rude Dog. Okay. Number eight, little brother. Number eight. Um, I got Suge Knight as my number eight. Um, just for being real influential in hip-hop, you know, bringing Death Row to the forefront and, um, you know, managing the talent that he had as far as the roster of Snoop Dogg, Tupac, you know, the Corrupt and Daz. And so forth, Dr. Dre, and um, you know, regardless of of whether he he was a good or bad guy, he definitely you know is gonna be synonymous. When you mention Tupac, you're also gonna mention Suge Knight. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like yeah. you know, I feel like he made a big move when he when he got Pac out of jail and allowed Pac to create you know one of his most you know I think you know uh. Uh, biggest albums, you know, th- that he's had, you know, which was, uh, I believe it was All Eyes on Me is what, is what he came out with as soon as he got out of jail. Um, and really gave him, put him on a, a you know, continue to, to add on to his platform of people that was hearing his music, you know, and he, he tapped into a different side of Pac, you know, Pac, you know, Some came out. Some say he got better. Yeah, which, you know, <laughs> a lot more aggression in his music, you know, the West Side showed him love and... Um, yeah, you know, I think I think he definitely cemented his his importance. Mama, in I really, mean, really though, that's what we're going with. He's he when he went to the West Side, he showed more aggression. Man, I think yeah, you need to look was, up look up to his stuff prior to going to the West Side. He was yeah. pretty aggressive. Period. I, I, he was I, a pretty hyper aggressive individual. So yeah, yeah. I understand. But, but what happened though? Yeah, he he was happy to get out of jail. Very true. And so yeah, so he was gonna do anything and everything he was to uh live up to that. True. Suge Knight, that's a that's a good pick. But I'm saying though, yeah, cause but you heard but you've heard all eyes on me, right? Though the the, the album. And you heard Machiavelli, like Machiavelli's still a classic right now. But I heard Brenda's got a baby too though. Right, but that whole album's not a classic. But yeah, that song that great. song is a classic. Right. That song is as great as anything he's done on the West Coast. Fair enough. Fair enough. But so you, don't, the, I don't want to act that, like that he wasn't Shug, spitting. He that he, he, just, he started spitting venom when he got with Suge. No, he was spitting. Oh. It was a different this, outlet, man. He had a No, new this is what. Um, you said he just grew. It, that was just. His, it was going to be his growth anyway. He was going to. Whoever would have snagged him out of jail. He true. Was be that. True. I got you. He was a chameleon. Whoever snagged him out, he was going to roll with him. He was going to produce hot shit. Cause he was out. Cause that was him. He was one of the. He was one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. yeah. But Death Row just fit him, man. Cause they was a bunch of at the time so called, you know, outlaws. You had Snoop Dogg. I don't know that. I don't. I don't know that. It was a better home for him. At Bad the time. Boy could have fit him. Murder Inc. could have fit him. Whatever. Right. He. Okay. He was just man. Yeah. Man, when they said that, they that nigga made like a, a thousand, a thousand songs in yeah. one year. Like, damn. Yeah. That nigga just spit them up because it. No, I don't want, yeah. Shook, what Shook did was established and a provided, um, um, what, what word am I looking for? For those guys, um. A structure. Structure. For for those guys, for yeah. Snoop Dogg and. Yeah, but it's something to be said. About and I'm saying, yeah, true. So I'm not going to say that, yeah. 
I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not knocking Shook. I think Shook is a good pick. Right. He's, a, he's a worthy pick. He's the, the coach. Who, who was the co- uh, my man? Oh, he's man. a worthy pick. That coached the 49ers. Oh. You say all that there, man? Just to say he's a good pick. Just say a good pick and move on, man. You wasted three minutes on, on the whole bunch <laughs> no, of wrong. I gotta explain myself before we move on. And that was number eight, right? Yes, sir. Little, little brother. Um, number eight. I guess I'll go on and jump in the mix. Oh my goodness gracious! It's always so tough, so tough. Um, you know what, Rude Dog, you go because I I'll bet make you my right. number eight short and sweet here. This this brother here, we I go way back with this brother. The good and the bad. He's kind of weird sometimes, but I think he's influenced. The music, the hip hop music, in a, in many different ways. My number eight is Kanye West. Wow, number eight. Yeah, I, I guess. I thought you were gonna say I rule. Fifty Cent. I, I guess if he's in the mix, Kanye should be. Why shouldn't he be? Kanye's produced so many, so many albums. Rock. He's produced right, Jay Z. Right, but because he because he ain't just. Hip hop per se at this time, right? Like I do a gospel music and all that now, right? Like he, I don't know, is he even a, a hip hop artist anymore? I mean, we're talking about the um totality, yeah, totality of your yeah. the totality yeah. of your um career. Totality. We're not talking about what you're doing today, yeah, yeah. You. He's rap. He's no different than Rev Run right now, right? Okay, but yeah, the totality. He's made so much music. He's produced so much music for so many different people that. I think he's influenced. Yeah, I can. And he brought back. He's one of the people who brought back that Roger Troutman. Um, what's the name? Synthesizer. Yeah, eight oh eight. Eight oh eight. The eight oh eight. Yeah, I know. I'm talking about the auto tune. Right, right. Auto tune. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's a good thing. Good, bad, or ugly. You, you influential. You certainly influential. Left that with computer love. You certainly influential. Mm-hmm. I just hate to hear about Kanye because he has so much promise. Still does. Like I would even that cat first came out. It's you know the, the trilogy. You know I mean it's some of the best. Graduation, one of the best albums ever. ever. I feel you, and I got that done. Graduation, it's one of my. So you know, did to be did to. But and I, I'm saying that's part of it, right there. The what what that right there. The tragedy of it all. I mean, I can't hate on Kanye too much. He lost his mama. I lost my mama. I feel his pain. I really do. Like, I really do. So, you know, I know a lot of people got what they feel, whatever they feel about him. I think he's been just one of the biggest influential people in the industry. Yeah, fair enough. I, can't, I mean, I can't. He's produced a lot of people. I can't really. And he's, he's brought a lot of people into good music. Pusha T. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had um Lupe for a minute. I just think he's been a um he's been a big player in the music no, industry. No. I agree with that. All right, I'm gonna say uh, number eight. We on we on number eight, right? Number eight, uh, Grandmaster Flash and uh, the Furious Five. You know what I mean? That song, the message to me, like. You know, rap was all fun and games till they till they did what they did. So I think that kind of changed the game 
You know what I mean? And I, I think it should be celebrated. So, yeah, I, I give them my number eight. Short, sweet. Who you got, little brother? For now, we're going on to number seven. For them, my number eight, I put Suge Knight. Oh, yeah, number yeah. seven. My number so we're not, hey, so we're not gonna, hey man, so you know you got nothing to say about that, Aru? Hey man, enough said. Okay, hey, well, I'm just gonna say though, that. Was, Broken glass. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. That was one of the most, that song is one of the most iconic songs in my life, hip hop lifetime. That's all I'm gonna say. That's that's one of the right. greatest songs of all time. So, Thank you. So they, 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 they certainly deserve to be. Yeah. Thank you. Based on that song alone. Right. Which is rare, probably, right? You, you make it to the Hall of Fame on one, on one play, one. But yeah, that that was big time. So yeah, little brother. Now we'll see when you're a young MC up there at number five. I know how you get down. <laughs> he got jokes, America. Don't, don't, don't listen to him. He got jokes. Oh, number seven. Um, I put Jay Prince as my number seven, just as being you know one of the pioneers in the South as far as managing the talent. Giving people, you know, giving giving us the Ghetto Boys and, you know, um, Scarface made some classic albums and just cementing, you know, uh, that, that Houston sound, you know. And then this is not even going into his affiliation with Drake, um, who's considered the biggest artist in the world right now. But um, just giving us that Houston sound. I think the Houston sound was a, it was a different sound than, say, you know, you got your New Orleans, um, you know, the bounce sound and stuff like that. And then the, the whole culture, too, with... Uh, him being synonymous with Houston, I think that that whole, uh, you know, you, not that it's a great thing, but you see the whole lean phase and the opioids that are big in hip-hop and all that stuff. Um, a part of that came from that Houston culture, you know what I mean? It might have went from the lean now to the pills, but they were kind of putting that in their music as far as um, sonically, how it sound with the chopped and screwed, um, the deliveries, things like that. But and, didn't face in... in uh... They that uh, was the it. That, you know, did they kind of have beef with with this cat though? Did they have? They, no, it was it was no, discontinued. No, I'm guessing no, that was no, probably on a monetary no, level. Look, up, look, look, probably on a monetary no, level. No. But I feel, I feel no, like it was no, some no, beef no. I've done extensive research. Okay. On YouTube, okay. and if you look up Faith and Willie D, they're not gonna say one bad word against Jay Prince. Okay. Okay. All right. Mob, man. That's how the mob. Hey man, we ain't talking about that. We they ain't gonna say one bad word against Jay Prince. You heard it. You heard it here, America. Yep. So who's your I, number man, seven? Man, I guy. happen to like Jay Prince, man. That's a real brother right there. He dealt with Floyd Mayweather Jr. before he became Money Mayweather. I, as I've already stated, he's on my list, but not as high as my younger brother right. here. Right. Okay, we gonna move on. Right. It's my turn? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, well. I'm going to go with the Neptunes. I thought, um, my man, Chad Hugo and um, Pharrell, they just, <laughs> the music was different. Right. It changed, it, it, it made being nerdy cool again. And he had so many hits with so many different people. One of my, one of my favorite joints is with um, Snoop, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying, man, it, Snoop is nice, but you made Snoop really nice in this joint right, right here, right. just based on the music. 
How do you? Yeah, I got you. How do you brothers feel about the Neptune? I mean, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I can't. They was, they certainly, their sound, you know, was big. You know what I mean? That it's it, just simple as that. I, I can't, I can't knock that. I think you got a word for them. <laughs> well, it's a phrase that's often used for people. What's that? Flash in the pants. Flash in the pants. Mm. Wow. Mm. It was a whole bunch before them, and it's a whole bunch that then transpired after them. And what's that? Whole bunch before them then? The totality of fucking hip hop. All the stuff yeah. we were talking about. Dipped, a lot of people y'all didn't name already. But we're, yeah. no, no, we're, no, we're talking even about the individual sound. I don't know people. that Dipset so sound sounds like Pharrell so sound. This is that, okay, Neptunes had an itty bitty run in the, in, the, in the ocean of hip hop. Put it like that. No man, Pharrell had a long run. So, what are you talking so about? Pharrell on his own. That no, but hold on, hold on. You said Neptunes, so we're going to okay. Mm-hmm. Boom, the Neptunes. They had a, they had a little bit of run. They may do something now. They could probably go somewhere and sell a show out somewhere. But it ain't like it was what ten years ago, no, seven I, years ago, or something like that. I don't know if they could sell a show out, but I hear you. You like yo Neptunes? No, you say Pharrell. That's what that's right. what you wanted to say. Maybe you should have put that for real. Yeah, and I still think he's just a flash in the pants too. He's still trying to get his. Tell to get his bed. It's five minutes. Nah, I tell you that somebody say he wearing a dress on the front of uh, magazines and all this. Yeah, so but that's yeah, he, that's never that's here. What I'm he, that's what I'm saying. He's still trying to find himself yeah. as an artist, as, a, as an icon, as a person. That's, but you're not. You'll never be that. And you, you know, and your your influence to me is was you know minimal. You know. Mm. Yeah, I would say I, I wouldn't put them in the top ten. I would say they did have a run of working with uh, some great artists, um, in particular. Working with artists for their singles, so I think that they yeah. they gave some 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 great artists, you know, gangster rap artists, um, a, a little weird beat with some little zaps in it. Um, you know, they gave Jay Z a couple singles. Uh, they they done worked with. Uh, I think the clips kind of America. I'm gonna bless that from America. I'm gonna blow no, this up because they didn't just work with the clips. Pharrell was the clips. What you what you talking about? Yeah. Go with the clips. Push it to yeah. Yeah, but they're I, they're not being sought after. I. To be, I don't I, like you said. I think they were, you know, they were here. They had a cool little run, but it wasn't. It's not going to stand the test of time. I'm not going right. to say put I on think, that Pharrell I joint that's that the he thing. produced. I think that's the I, thing. Like comparing them to say like a Teddy Riley, who might make the sister might not. I don't know who what people feel, but he like because he was writing people's songs. You know what well, I mean? Like I, he was creating. I'm going to lay this out on line right now. That's a whole different sound we're talking about here. Cause yeah. we could we could have ten different groups in that category you're talking about here. New Jack Swing. That's my category. Right. Unlike a lot of you people right here, I was out at the clubs okay. dancing to this. The, the New Jack forth, Swing. The person that brought forth that and, and started making that a, a, a sound to be used. That's the person I'm saying that's the influencer. That's what I'm saying. So but all them, all them. So you can't them, compare Teddy Riley to um for real though. It's a whole different sound. But I'm the not comparing. Jack- I'm not comparing yeah, the sounds. Yeah, that that's what you. That's, that's what you're saying. not getting. I'm not comparing the sounds. For real, sound could never be duplicated. Yeah, the sound's oh, amazing. If you want, as little brother was saying, if you want a cool, we're talking about hip hop though, right? But and I'm talking about New Jack Swing. But Riley did a little hip hop, but that ain't even the thing. That's not even the thing. But what he did is hip hop. It was still New Jack Swing, right? But let me tell you though, this is the difference though in him, and maybe a lot of producers. I don't hold on. Listen, Jimmy Jam them, all of them. 
They wrote the people's songs. They construct people's songs. My man say, if you need a hot hook, call for real. That's the difference. That's why Rafiki said he's a flash in the pan. That's why little brother said this, that, and this. Because of that, you know. Yeah, that sound is and, amazing. And I say, pull up, pull up his um, pull up his catalog, and you won't feel the same way. I don't know. You won't feel the same way. I don't know. I love okay. I love the, some of them Neptune tracks. I ain't gonna lie. I agree. But uh, if my argument, we can come back. We can come back in. We can come back in a month from now and debate the new Jack Swing sound. Because oh, to on, me, man, you trying to make a short hey, ain't. Yeah, man. The new Jack Swing sound. Now come on, man. Yeah, the new Jack Swing sound. You don't gotta be there because you wasn't there. Was you devoted yourself I from that there. right there. I bring on, I bring on the niggas that I rolled nah, with, nah, that we was I, out I, there. No, nah, I wasn't with the corny silk shirt. Boys and men going back again. Moving back in the East Coast. I didn't wear that shit. Nah, nah. But wait, and that's another, that's another show. Oh my goodness, my my brothers is killing me here. That's another show for another time. They're killing me here. They're killing me here. So where we at? Where we at? Where we at, America? Still at number seven, ain't we? Okay. The smooth pimp. You, I have to go. You went. I gotta go. Space. My number seven. Wow. This is yeah. Just gets tougher and tougher. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, Dr. Dre. Number seven. Get that out the way. Also, you know, if if Fifty Cent and who else was on the list? It was somebody else on the list. That kind of. The game. That's what Darren said. Never no mind. No, it wasn't. Fifty Cent, the LLs, all of them. <laughs> Dr. Dre, we already know what he didn't did, who he didn't work with. The decades of work. True. I mean, no. even at that, he had a shot. He has a shoddy background outside of the business, but we're gonna leave that be. He's uh, been prevalent through every every decade. Yeah. Every just de- just insane, insane, amazing. Yeah, we go. We go. Get, we to move on. So yeah, number right, seven. Okay. Now we all yeah, I, I think six. I think that you know you know I don't. You had nothing to say on Dre. Number six. My number six. Brother. I mean, we could just. Uh, my, my, I had Dre at number six. Peace, peace. I had Dre at number six. Um, same thing, you know. He transcended through every decade of hip hop. You know what I mean? He's doing it now with the headphones. Um, you know, responsible for you know uh, Eminem, who you know things like that. Shit, N.W.A. Go, go on, so forth. You said so you had Dre. What was he on your list? Number six. Number six. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah okay. Yep, yep. Right. Wow. Well, we got number sixes. Who you got, Root Dog? Number six. I got Wu Tang. Mm. I think Wu Tang changed the game from where from where you guys are talking. Where the West Coast was so prevalent, it was it was the sound. But when Wu Tang dropped, East Coast was back. Mm. I would agree with that, but not even being well rounded in um. A lot of Wu Tang's music, but just seeing so many people, you know, coming up when I'm going to school, seeing so many people with Wu Tang stickers on their notebooks and Wu Tang hoodies and hats, different places, different states I go. Um, you know, it seems like they had, had a, a very large influence, you know what I mean? And they have so many members like that, you know, with multiple personalities. And I think that they really represent, you know, what hip hop is about um, artistically as far as. 
being individuals and being confident that you know who you are as an individual is good enough as an MC. You don't have to being you is what makes them cool. It wasn't you know necessarily um, you know some people rhyme better than others, but it was I think their message goes beyond just the you know hip hop you know and that's what I took from seeing their documentary recently. Like okay, it's okay to be you. You're supposed to have confidence in you. And and that's what I got from it right. because I don't think that um, who was the who was the 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 main person in Wu Tang that brought them all RZA RZA yeah so for like it's, for instance like he to me he can't rap a, a lick but what he was saying no but <laughs> you can't tell him that Great. but you and I know his sound he can't rap a lick to me but when I hear RZA I can say that's RZA that's RZA he, yeah. I can't, yeah you know He's what I mean definitely yeah can't be trademarked yeah no doubt about yeah, that yeah so Who's you your know, number six. Big brother. Oh, he picked, that was my number six. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. My number six is... Uh... My number six is going to be Nasty Nas. Mm. I mean, you know, the, 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 the pressure of this cat that lived through, you know, coming out, being the messiah, being the best ever. You know, supposedly from you know from his first album on, you know, to now, has he lived up to that? You know, to the to the to the label, that's another discussion. But he certainly didn't push the needle. You know, I would agree with that. I don't have Nas on my list, but um, I wouldn't knock him for being on anybody's top ten list. Um, for me, you know, I think Nas is someone in hip hop who kind of. Who, who makes it okay and makes it cool to, to have knowledge of self, to make it cool to, you know, Wu-Tang did this too. Um, but Nas, was, you know, made it cool to be, to be intelligent, to be smart, to have a certain vocabulary, while also at the same time talking about the street life without promoting it. You know what I mean? I wouldn't consider Nas a gangster rapper, but he talked about things that gangster rappers talked about. Right. But I feel like he touched all angles. He didn't leave anything out, you know? And I think that also had hindered him, too, to a certain extent, because he wasn't really, you know... I mean, he did come he out with... step out the box. Yeah, he didn't really... Yeah, he, he, didn't, he doesn't talk too much about material possessions and things like that. And I think that hindered him from... The, the labels and industries wanted to put him on the forefront because of his consciousness. Yeah. But I felt like he made consciousness cool. You know, I hear a song like One Mike, I'm like, okay, he's he's talking some real knowledge in here. Right. And it's not in a corny way. It doesn't sound corny. It still sounds it's pleasing artistic. to the ear. And it's artistic, yeah. So I, I agree with that. <sighs> I don't know. I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted, America, because he's my favorite artist of all time. And I, I've been to many concerts, and I've seen many different... The diversity that's at his that has, that's at his shows, the people that he's influenced, but I I disagree with what my brothers here are saying here. I, I think Nas, I think if you want to go and say top ten lyricists or top ten storytellers or top ten prophets in rap or yeah, right. he's at the top of the list. But right. as far as influence, I don't. I don't think that he's influenced that he's big enough as a I don't think that his that he's that he's that large. That his that his that he's You don't think the people that he's influenced alone though is enough? My man J. Cole got a song called I Made Nas Mad. 
That's the song. I bang that, yeah. I bang that. The song in itself is I bang banging. I bang but the that. whole premise is because he made Nas mad. Who do, do he got to, you know, do he get And that's a good Kendrick point. Lamar. That's a good point um, here, but the, I, I still say I, yeah. I don't. But I, I hear you. You know, he don't I see I got it a America. hard time. He don't see it, America. I, I got a hard time with him, you know, being... An influential list. On this list, yeah. Okay. But I agree. Great and I, time lyricist and artist. And, and I do agree with him, but I, what I'm saying I is you. I feel like his influence was overshadowed, was cut short because they did not want him to to influence in the manner that he would Who have. didn't want him to? I think he stifled I'm, himself. I'm saying I think that, that he I'm, picked the wrong people to make his music for a long time. I'm saying that the subject matter that that he was talking about wasn't what wasn't what the higher ups in the in the industry wanted at that time. Nas would have had a whole bunch of people out here, kind of similar to what Kendrick, you know, is doing now. J. Cole does it as well. But Nas made it cool, made it fashionable to 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 have a consciousness, to be knowledgeable, and he did it so well. No, but he wasn't the first one to bring in conscience rap. We we got so many people. Daylight, tribe. So, me, but that's different though. I feel like, but my, I, I think I think you were right when you said that what Nas brought was shit, shit about the streets. Street, he was a street, street prophet, con, street consciousness, street pro yeah, yeah. He was a prophet to the streets. That shit was yeah. And you and he and you can get your consciousness without wearing a wooden Africa piece and. All that stuff. That's what I liked about it. Not that that stuff... To, some people love that stuff, but I didn't want to rap in a daishiki. I don't want to do all that. You know what I mean? I still... I feel you. You know? But I, and I feel like some people might have gravitated toward that. Like, you know? Um, and what you said... What you said, Tribe and... Um, and um, Daylight, what, D-more, what, daishikis? Yeah. I feel like... <laughs> no, I feel like as Rad was... Trans, I feel like that might have been... Too over their heads, too over a lot of people's heads. They weren't ready for all that. Not although they not they are the ones that pro Nas had an influence. Did you listen? To, have you listened to those groups? Yes, though? I have, and it is very tribal music. I like that. You know, it is Q-Tip's voice can be very soothing, and, and ta he's talking. What to about Daylight? Daylight Souls are the, they're more spitters. They're doing the same thing. I like that. I like how they can spit. They're busting rhymes and all that. But they were still in comparison okay. to Nas. I'm saying though, Darren. I'm saying though, Darren. So, Nas so is LeBron and... James influential? Does damn near him being LeBron in itself is that him? Is he influential? Does he move the needle? Yeah, he moved but the needle. Nas being not, he was LeBron before LeBron. No, he not, no. How you not, figure that's he not wasn't. a good analogy. That's not a fair analogy. No, that's not a good. He analogy. probably he ain't. He may have not. That's not won. a good analogy. He may not. Uh, LeBron won. Maybe LeBron's won. LeBron. LeBron's brand is way bigger than, than um, Nas's brand. But he was. But he was the chosen one. Yeah. How many people was the chosen one? Nas was the chosen one, day one. And, and, and he hasn't lived up. At least LeBron That's lived up to that label. Right. I, that said, I already said that that was a, that was a fair... Nas, Nas hasn't lived up to that. That's a fair... He hasn't lived up to that right. We're tag, not what you're okay. saying, where We're he's the chosen gonna... one because... But he was, though, wasn't he? Because... What? Whether he lived up to it or not, though, he was, though, right? Yeah, he was picked to be that guy. The chosen one, right? Yeah, he no was No one else be has guy. been chosen to do that, right? In the 30 years... Of, of him by picked, 40 years. He was... None that... That you could think of. I just feel like, yeah. Man. What you're saying, yes, is true. 
that by the industry and by everybody after what he came out with, his first album, right? He was yeah pegged to be that guy. He that was dude. the prime. He, he was the he same was, buzz that they had for the prime. They had for Nods. You know that. That was in the rap in the rap world. People was waiting, itching. When is he gonna come out with okay. when fair is enough, Nas album enough, coming enough. out? Yeah. People, it was hot. You know, you know how that was. Fair enough. Back in them time, people was itching for some, you know, to go from that to 20 years, 25 years later, still doing what you're doing, still moving the needle. But he's not moving the needle. What are you talking about? You don't about? think so? I no. don't know. I think he is. No, I don't think he is. That's a fair enough. I don't think he is. That's a fair enough. But I'm not going to argue. Right. I'm going to. I did argue against the fact that, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? You can, That's, yeah, what that's I, fine. Yeah, you. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that he's one of the greatest MCs of all. He is the greatest MC of all time in my book. But no, I don't think he should make this list. I'm done. And on that note, America, we're gonna take a quick break. All right, y'all, we back. The last five picks. Uh, I think I'm going to start us off. You know, we're still doing our all-time most influential people. Right. People in hip-hop, y'all. Uh, I'm going to go MC Hammer. Mm. Now, that might be outside the box, but for cats who was, who was around in the 90s, around to see what Hammer did, how Hammer ruled, how Hammer shaped wardrobe, how Hammer shaped the club, how Hammer was in your school, how Hammer was in your church, how Hammer was in your community <laughs> center. Hammer was... I keep trying to think like I was thinking earlier, like, is there any way to calculate the numbers that Hammer did to anybody now? Like, how do you... Is it even... Will anybody do that again? Will anybody sell 8 million... Anything or whatever, eight million albums again, like Hammer did. You know, like is that gonna happen? Like that, probably not, right? Like, no, it's not gonna happen again. It needs. I mean, right. Once again, again really America, I'm gonna say here. Other, unlike these two here that I'm sitting sitting next to, my younger brother Ray Sean and my younger brother Damon. I was out. At the titty, I'm, not, I'm sorry, not the titty, but the kitty clubs, the 18 and younger, 16 and younger clubs, dancing to Too Legit, Too Legit to Quit. All that, yeah. MC okay. Hammer. I was going to house parties in America, Hammer was being played, trust me. Uh, 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 I was around. I was around. Maybe, maybe the longevity, maybe because yeah, Hammer had a longevity. Hey, don't get it wrong, I didn't really like Hammer. I thought he was a. I thought he was a. He was. He was everything that was wrong with hip hop at the time. Not even hip hop, but rap. He was rap. He wasn't hip hop. He was everything that was wrong. He was that. He was a snake in the in your garden. A snake in the garden, America. He was you a snake in the garden, talking? America. 
What? But yeah. What you know? Hold on, hold on. Let me see what my little brother know about Hammer. So what I can say about MC Hammer is I I can honestly say that's the first rapper is being an adolescent that I could connect with who as far as I want to hear this music. Can you play this song? Um, I remember being in third grade, fourth grade, and um, hearing uh, Too Legit to Quit, and then you know, and then specifically Pumps and the Bumps was was one of my <laughs> was one of my favorite songs. One of the all time great songs, and, and that's young. You pumps and I mean? the Bumps, yeah, and Pumps those, and the Bumps, and the America. feeling that pumps those songs gave me. I remember even being so young thinking MC Hammer is cool. You know what I mean? And um, I remember getting picked up to go to Valley Fair with one of my white friends back then, and. His family picked me up in a pickup. Yeah, they picked me up in a pickup truck. And he had this. He had the uh, the tape at the time. Yeah, and I was in a pickup truck listening to Pumps and the Bumps. And I think he had a song. We gotta pray just to make it today. He did. But he kept that energy, and I, I'm reciting this as a youngin. You know, we got to pray yes. just to make it. Exactly. Yes. And it sounded like it was kid friendly, yeah, you man. know, um, which means it was in churches, yes, community exactly. centers. Your school dance—that yeah, wasn't really know. that part of Hammer was a kid really. But, but that yo. was funny though, because thinking of pumps and the bumps, and when I think about you know like dang, <laughs> pumps and some bumps, you you know he was really wilding. But yeah, that's, he was. but that kind of at the beginning of music, he we're was. gonna sneak it in. This is okay. They don't know what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, you know? it was it was it was. And I say, yeah, he know. was a snake in the garden. But he came off as this godly <laughs> mean, you know. That was it, yeah, that's what I, I mean. What you're saying. I yeah, we was yo. But, he but hey, man, though. yo. But that's hip hop now. If right, you have a man, you did your thing, baby. Number five, big brother, little brother, what you got? I got number five. I put Russell Simmons in, in my number five. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, that's a good pick right there. Yeah. Um. You know, hold, I didn't grow up on Run DMC. Go ahead. Hold up. Bro. Before you say that, I just want to, that's a that's an honorable mention pick right there. What? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have rough right there. But that's a, what? for me, that's an honorable mention pick. What? I'm sorry, America. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, America. I didn't have that. Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons, an honorable mention pick, and we ain't gonna deal with any of the other problems that he's got going on right now. Right. That don't even. Yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, we're not touching on that. I'm just gonna throw in another pick of mine. Is Timberland. Yeah. An honorable mention. So let's move on. Okay, well, I got oh, Russell okay, Simmons. I don't know okay, let's I go. I got okay. Russell Simmons as my number five. Um, I didn't grow up on Run DNC. I was a little young, you know, to catch that wave. But, you know, I did watch videotapes of Def Comedy Jam. I do know that he is responsible for bringing us Def Jam, who, you know, produced the BC Boys and also LL. And I know that he was an influential part of that. And then also, um, I grew up at a time where Fat Farm was a big deal and clothing yes. and hip-hop go together. And he did the same thing with, you know, his promotion of Adidas at the time. So I think he really incorporated back, you know, then all the elements of hip-hop. You know, you had his rhyming. And then he also went into fashion, Keep You Fly, you know, had the comedy, you know. Then he got the card, the Rush card. The Rush card, yeah. And, and you he know, to even Rush know that. Foundation. He was married to naughty-ass Kimora yeah. Lee. Yep. I mean, it's what? Yeah, you know, I'm what, sorry, what was, I'm sorry. But we're going to stay what, there. Right? Yeah, what was her label? Baby, Baby Fat. Baby, Baby Fat, Fat. yeah. Baby Fat. Major hit. Baby Fat, yeah. Yeah, that was a major hit. Shout out to Baby Fat. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got Russell Simmons, number five, number five. Oh, number five, huh? Yeah, that's a good, yeah, I like that energy that you show for Russ. 
I don't know if I'm gonna have the same energy for this cat, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> this cat right here, man, you know, he's 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 a strange fellow, but shit. He make money and he's made and he and he's He's a big time. He's a big time player in the industry, and I believe, and that's Birdman. Yeah, agreed. He was an honorable mention for me. See, I I feel you because I really thought of Birdman. I was or Baby. I could see. I couldn't figure out who to pin their success on. Do you give it to Birdman? Do you give it to Baby? Do you give it to Lil Wayne? Do you give it to the High Boys? Do you give it to, nah. But I'm saying, if you if you just go to YouTube and look up, um. Cash money, cash money documentaries. You'll see who you put, who you put all that what you saying on. It's Birdman, Birdman, and I'm not sure. I forgot his brother's name. Um, Slim, 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 the funny looking brother. Yeah, with the big <laughs> eyes. Yeah, Slim. Yeah, Lurch. Yeah, yeah. They put it down, man. They they made they made um a lot of people money, and they made they made um. Not cash money, yeah, cash money. Yeah, sold a lot of records and they've been and they've been here and they haven't gone nowhere. And yeah, I, I would agree with that Birdman didn't make my list, but I definitely wouldn't oppose him being on anybody's list. Um, I, I feel like he's done a lot for the game, and the one thing I respect about Birdman and the position that he's in is a a black CEO of a company is he stayed true to, to what he sees himself as. He goes into these meetings wearing lugs and sweatsuits and tattoos all over his face. I've never seen Birdman wearing a suit. I've never seen him compromising who he feels he is to, in order to get a deal done. Yeah. I feel like he brought that street mentality of, I got a good product, y'all gonna work with me, right. we're gonna get this deal done. And I feel like, you know, he's respected as that. I feel like i seen Birdman in a suit don't come out of court, one of those court cases on TMZ. Okay, okay. He's been through many court cases. Um, but well, that's yeah. good. I will hope, you know, I mean, if he get, if he would put in the suit, put put on, put on a suit to go to court, you know, I definitely respect that. But I mean, as far as making multi-million deal, multi-million million dollar deals and Grammys and all that, you ain't seeing Birdman. He's a big timer. And we ain't going to touch on his riff with Lil Wayne. We're going to just leave that be. But, that, but that's the thing. Moving. I feel like Birdman is no different than any of the labels. I think they this, you know... They forgot that he was a business. He's a business. Yeah. He ain't no different than Sony or Universal. Yeah. Just because he's dressed like that, you thought he was really going to pay you. You know, he was your homie. No, he's Birdman. You know what I mean? Number one stunner. And he told you that. You know? He told you that. Okay, so we're going to move on to uh, number four. And, uh, you know. We, well, I'm going to go around number four. I'm going to lead in after Birdman. And I know you guys talking about earlier, my younger brother Ray Sean here talking about Quentin Miller. But I, I think this guy here, besides Quentin Miller, he, he don't need Quentin Miller to, to do what he do. He's one of the, he is rap today. He is hip hop, rap, all of it today. And that's on Drake. I think he's one of the most influential players in hip hop today. There's nothing steal. that he can't steal. Yeah. There's nothing that he can't do. That one, oh, that's one, true, yeah. He's got the Midas touch. Everything he turns turns into gold. Except make another album. All he got to do is jump in with the nudist, hottest young boy that he, you know, that he wants well, to buy a car for. Right, but he's supposed to be making his own album, right? That's been no. the word for years. I just need to stay out. I just need to stay relevant. 
Making your own album wouldn't make you relevant? I don't have to make my own album. Because it could be a compilation. It just would be a Dre album. You know, just slap your name on it and say it's a Dre. You know, it ain't Snoop Dogg or whoever. It's Dre with Presents. It ain't Dre, it's Drake. Drake, yeah. I think he's done a great job of riding other people's waves and being the forefront of other people's Oh, you, you said Drake? I thought you said no, Drake. No, Drake. 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 Yeah, yeah. I don't oh, know. that's number four, Drake? Drake. Okay. Yeah, Drake. Okay. I said Drake. Oh, D-R-A-K-E. Okay. Yeah, okay, I heard him wrong. I heard him wrong. America. Wow, okay. Let's don't get it twisted. I didn't say Drake. Drake. Oh, I thought you said Drake. I said yeah, Drake. I would say Drake, you know, um, definitely Drake. at this time. And I think we'll, as we look back, he will be, you know, one of the top 10 influential people in hip hop. Um, right now, I would equate him as like a, a, the Beyonce of hip hop. You know what I mean? To where they, they're going to push him and make sure he's at the top of hip hop, that he's getting the most... Radio play, you're gonna. He's gonna be. He's the face. face. He is so the face. To be honest, this is brought the right luck for him. Yeah, but like yeah, that. but the thing that you know Drake is making it okay, like he's in this turning point of hip hop where he can be the face of hip hop, even though other people write his rhymes, even though he takes um, a lot of mannerism and dances and things um, from from hip hop culture from people that are less popular. He doesn't credit them. And it's okay. You know what I mean? So I don't necessarily think it's a positive thing, but he is, he is, I'll give him, he's in the top 10. It's, he's a culture So he vulture. takes other things, he's a culture vulture. Of all but, time, though. Wow. Yeah, he's a culture vulture. And it, culture vulture, okay. though, it's been going on. So I equate culture vulture, nah, I don't even gonna equate this, but I'm saying on a certain level that um, jacking for beats is, is just as, is, it's bad. It's as bad as culture vulture and fucking in the realm of hip hop. But I don't think Drake is culture vulture because Drake is a black man, though. So how is he culture vulture from the? Because he's uh, maybe he was a square in Toronto. You know, he, he, maybe he, but he wasn't was, the cat. But he's he such a great. But even if he's a square or not, he's still a black man. Right. So well, I don't. I don't think that's when a, I say culture vulture. I'm saying. He'll still he'll yeah, still sound he, he oh. still he'll still a sound from the south he'll still a dance from the south from a from an up and coming artist and he'll put it on the forefront and he'll do this new artist dance who's out out there grinding and the world sees it as oh Drake created this whole little dance like that one so what was it what? yeah the XXX Tentacion Drake's just taking <laughs> flows things like that I see stories of Drake um, getting people you know getting these young artists beat up that are trying to plead wow, out hey, Drake stole really? my yeah Drake stole my music Drake stole my idea so this is certainly a controversial number four yeah I mean and he and Drake is he's doing whatever you it got takes it girl out. you got yeah, it they, they'll write him some good songs yeah that's I a know. controversial number four yeah okay, hey um, I'll give you that. write them songs baby this is just like China you, baby yeah, yeah, write them songs okay, okay. Drake, who did Drake learn from? Jay Z. They said, ah, what yeah. they say? Jay, they said Jay Z had people in the back room turning out songs 24 hours a day. <laughs> they had Drake like back there. Camp? Okay, y'all okay, got okay, you. Okay, okay. Come on now. Camp. I got you. Okay. Have I did my number four yet? Nope. What's, what's All your number right. four? My number four, you know, uh, have, we, have we represented the ladies at all? I mean, come on, you chauvinists. Well, we did say Luke. <laughs> Luke. 
Number four is salt and pepper, man. Come on, man. Salt and pepper. Not Herbie Lovebug. Not Kid and Play. Not, you know, Kwame. I was a big fan of the polka dots. But salt and pepper, man, they not only did they open up doors for the ladies, you know what I mean? They, they was doing social awareness before that was even a thing. America. America. How Come many on, man. times? Salt and pepper, man. How many times is he gonna try to get these guys on? I'm on a list. They are. They they're deserving. No, at this time, I don't know that they was influential. I don't think that they influenced. What are you talking about? Because before they were Sean Pepper, it was MC Light. I would I dare America that. look up MC Light and then look up. Salt and pepper, and you would know what real MCs are about. Right? See now, though. No. So I'm not now gonna. You, now you are some some uh, <coughs> who you like more. Fair enough. You can love light more. Cool beans. But I'm I, saying I, no. You said if light ain't show, light ain't her, light ain't so light, nothing light like be as light ain't nothing as popular as them girls. Them girls still doing tours. Where's light? Where's light? I like She's actually doing a show somewhere. She's on a show somewhere like I, I, that I watch. Something on Hulu or something. I, I, I can't even remember. It'll come to me at some point. But you like some people? Yeah, I don't have them. I wouldn't put them in my top 10, but I I would say that... Um, they would you were, put any girl in your top 10? Any female in hip-hop. Because um, you got to have one, right? In the, no, you don't. You don't. You don't, you know really? I mean? you don't think so? No, you no. don't. No, you don't. Oh, well, we gotta wow. Be, but, you want to force PC? You want to force this PC into it? We don't. No, I want to force reality into it. I don't really like female rappers. You know, what I'm, I'm not saying I that it's not that. okay. I just don't think that they. I think that they. You know, they they're whack. You know, but there's a lot of guys that are whack though. There are, but I don't know any good female. I like Nicki you know, Minaj. Good, for, okay. She makes good songs. You know, I like when she sings. And I do like Nicki Minaj, you know what I mean? But I would Man, Nicki Cardi Minaj B, money, I like, hey, you know. No, I don't, I don't like female rappers. I like somebody, yeah, I feel my young brother right here, But, but right. Salt and Pepper, I do remember them are the first what do you female mean rappers right? I would uh, recite. I feel that he's right, that when he says what? that. I like certain songs by female rappers. Uh-huh. And I think Queen Latifah... What Nikki B? Yeah, Nikki people. B. Yeah, man, that was some good. Uh huh. Uh, rage. That was some good. Yeah, yeah. man. I'm not gonna say. You, a, can't, you can't say it wasn't. But I'm, not, the I'm also not gonna say that for me that MC Light. I mean, I'm sorry that Salt and Pepper influenced. They was just a group. They was a female group that MTV. Try to push. And did push. I guess. They pushed it real good. <laughs> pushed it real good. Pushed it real good. And, and I will say that. That's one thing I do appreciate about them is they're, they, they brought the element. They were having fun with their music. You know what I mean? They had some sexual innuendos in their music, but yeah. it wasn't raunchy. So but I I'm, do, I'm saying, little I brother, do, they had a song called Let's Talk About Sex. Yeah, which became a mega freaking hit, where they was telling people to before TLC and anybody else to be protected, to love yourself, yeah. to respect yourself. 
I bet you it's a billion girls out there who represent salt pepper right now. Okay, yeah, you okay. can say whatever you want to say, rude dog, in the dog house. I see what you're saying. But yeah. then for girls, that's big. To be able to look on TV and see a cat that's actually doing it and being yeah. respectable about themselves okay. and not shaking it like Cardi B, so to speak. Yeah, man, that was big, man. Okay. So whatever. Yeah, they're number four. Okay, okay. My number four, um, I got the one and only. Welcome, welcome to the state, by the way. I got Master P as my number four. Whoa, yeah, I, got, brother. I got Master P. He's the first, you know, I would say No Limit was one of the first record labels that had me excited for the next release, and that was because of the, the, the marketing. Anytime I yep. bought a Master P CD, I open it up and say, coming soon. Next, you had Silk to Shocker coming up. The artwork on their CDs, the way the artwork looked right. was special to them. You know, you knew right. it was a no limit tape when you, once you've seen the cover, the artwork. Um, and then the way he's transited now, you know, it sounds like he's done good business. It seems like, you know, he's, he's done well for himself and he did not sign a, one of those deals that was detrimental to him and his company yeah. to where he's still reaping the benefit of his riches, yeah. you know? And I respect that about Master P. In every interview I see of him, he promotes, you know, um, having a hustler's mentality and, and doing for yourself. And I like the fact that he's from, you know, he's from Louisiana, New Orleans, um, you know, with our people being from Monroe, right. you know? Uh, it, it's nice to see someone, you know, that would be close to our home uh, you know, have had that success. Uh, you know, a southern man doing that, and he seems very family oriented. And you know? still cool enough with the people they just did, like some kind of no limit tour. Or yeah, no limit because that was invited. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And this, I'm like, man, this is twenty years after the fact. Exactly. Cat still coming back. Can't wait to get with you. And that's Puffy southern might music. can learn something from that. Exactly, because he treated them well. There's nobody having no issues with Master P. So now we're on to number three. And hold on, before we do that, though, anybody got any honorable mentions? Just, just about that time. It's got to be some. I could start out. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Sean Perfect Holmes. Oh, it's an honorable mention. Sean Perfect Holmes did not make the list. <laughs> but, you know, I respect what he did. But it just, it, the, the rain didn't last. <laughs> the bad boy rain didn't last, so... Yeah, he, he can't make the he can't make the all time wow. list. Okay, but I, he, I, he I was, say he was wow. my honorable mention at this point. Then, if he want to say Sean Puppy Cone, I'm gonna go his and his his arch nemesis and Suge Knight. He don't make this list. Fair enough, but he's already on the list. So. For me, he's an honorable mention. I, I, I didn't say for other people. He's an honorable mention for Fair me. Enough. Okay, okay, yeah, Suge. Yeah, he did, he's, good, he's, he's, a, he's a great. He didn't even make Once it to again, that for me, but he, 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 I see he, what y'all thinking. I see my He had great, he understood that there was a, you know, structure. I need to get these brothers in line. I need to get these brothers feared until they can do this. They can turn out these songs. I'm anti-Barry White, where I'm not going to coddle you and bring it on. I'm going to put this, I'm going to put this pressure on you. I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable with you in here. And he did, because then Barry, Barry Gordon, you said Barry Gordon. I'm sorry, not Barry White, you're right, Barry Gordon. In Motown. Barry Gordon had a musical ear though, right? Like, he, he kind of knew something about music, But I think right? Sugar had a musical ear too. He knew what, he knew what I don't what, know about that. Uh, see, I disagree with that. I don't know about that. I'm kind of I, I don't think that, I, I, I don't, but true though, I think that, you know, that so you said that whatever Drake put out, Sugar was like, yeah, that's good. You don't think Sugar was like, yeah, man, 
especially when when it came to Tupac, I think Suge really stepped in. But that's man, right, man, we're, we're talking right. about audible mentions. Yeah, right. we, we done that. We done so with that. So number three, number three for me, yeah. or, or for he, for you. Who go number I'll three? I'll go number three, man. Uh, he was actually one of your honorable mentions. I gotta go with Diddy, Puff Daddy, Sean Puffy Cones. Um, I gotta go with him as my number three. Uh, one thing I liked about Puffy, outside of you know him bringing Biggie into the game and um, really showing the world Biggie, is I kind of like how he has continued to transcend all the way to you know to the, today and through the use of hip hop. So you know he came with the Sean John. The clothes kept him relevant for a while. Then he jumped into reality TV as that was starting to buzz and did his making the bands. And so he went into that lane. And then now with him, yeah. you know, and then he, yeah. you know, he went with the, the liquor. And I understand other people had liquor deals before him. But I think Ciroc is the first one that's reached the heights that it has as far You're as right. being synonymous with, you know, you're drinking Puffy's liquor, Ciroc. You know you're what right. I mean? And it seemed like it's a staple. I see it in that white bars. I see it in urban part. bars. I see, I see the Ciroc, and then now with him being a, a television network owner, you know, with the right, Re- Revolt with the television, Revolt, yeah. and so that's big. With him keeping it all hip hop though, and staying in that lane and never going left field, I mean, I have to put him in my top just because he's continued to grow after the Biggie situation. You know what I mean? To grow after music, you know, and you know that. Yeah. I know yeah, I guess I, I guess I was punishing them. For the demise of the record of the record label, but yeah, you're right. He's, he's just thinking on the terms of bad boy. Right. He, he definitely. Yeah, that's how you think. He definitely. Uh, America. I'm glad my younger brother sat in here tonight and was most eloquently could have explained a lot of you know my feelings and thoughts here. It's a beautiful thing here tonight. All love, man. <laughs> Same blood. All right, number three. For who you or for me? You. You can go ahead. I think this guy was mentioned earlier at some time, but hey, I'm going with number three. Is my guy is Dre. From Dre, we got 50, we got Eminem, we got Ice Cube, we got NWA, we got Ren. Yeah. We got just so many things. So so many sounds, so many Snoop, so many sounds, so many different experiences. Dre is my number three. Yeah. He's beats. He's my number three, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't. I mean, I you know, I honestly can't. I agree. Can't I'm argue with that. It. Um. Wow. My number three. Um. Wow. I actually got to. I got to think on it for a minute. I got a woo side. It's just tough. It's tough, you know, to, to it's tight during crunch time. No, right? You know, you got a lot of influential people. <laughs> you got a lot of influential people. I know, but trying to, you know, trying to narrow it down is, it's just really, it's really a nightmare. It's really a nightmare. Um. Three is gonna be Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. 
Okay. Dr. J and lover of uh, Yo MTV Raps. Okay. Because to me, they was like the, the Johnny Carson or the, you know, the Ed Sullivan. Like, they would break an act on their show. Like, if you was all Yo MTV Raps, you was real. Like, okay. you was for real. You was, you was, you know... Check the check the tapes or whatever you probably, or you probably can't even find them. It was like a, a validation stamp. Yeah, seen them, it know was you know right. Be around. You know, yeah, you know, and, and they was a, a staple. You know, so yeah, they was they was very influential. I think. Yeah, but, but my question would be to, do they really stand the test of time? Because he don't know them. I do know them. They were two cops on a movie I watched. <laughs> he was the man. Yeah, yeah see? He You're older head, though. Yeah, but... And You're older head. But we, if I slide even further down what? and ask Maceo, you know him? <laughs> okay, <laughs> but people will know, if they don't know them directly, they will know Yo! MTV Raps. You know, I still see no, people No, Maceo don't know Yo! MTV Raps. Um, man, well... I'm too bad he's not here. I mean, I feel you. I mean, you know, and a lot yeah. of people... I'm just saying uh, their relevancy is now. Yeah. Does it really carry over? To the, to the test uh, it, it, yeah, I mean, that's a tough one because that whole genre doesn't really... I don't know if that whole genre carries over. But it's fair enough. You know, a whole music video okay. genre. But, but it but does carry enough. It does carry over certain situations. And we got number two? Was that your number two? That was number that's three. my number three. Oh, okay, because uh, it does carry over with my number two. That's a good lead in. <laughs> What's your number two? This is, this is a brother from that time. He bridges that gap between Ed Lover and um, Dr. Dre. Jay-Z. Rock Nation. Yeah, I guess he bridges that gap. Yeah. But he's, 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 he's old. At this point, you know. So. Oh, but you say he don't bridge that gap, then is what you're trying no, to say. No, he bridges any gap. He's whole. There is no gaps with him now. Yeah, he but. I sell to whoever. There is no I, have, I there agree. Is I no. have him as my number two. I think I think that's what his thing is. I think he bridged all gaps. I right. mean, you know what I mean? And he's, so. he's kept that element of hip hopness about him, though. I don't, I never, I can't necessarily say he's sold out in terms of how he's acted. You know what I mean? Um, things like that. But yeah, definitely. You know, whether it be music, fashion, <laughs> politics, anything, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. I just want America to know in the beef when it was a real beef between Nas and Jay Z. I'm Team Nas all day long. Yeah. I want America yeah. to know that. But yeah, when my brother said, my younger brother said right here, yeah, he is. He's hip hop. He bridges all that gap. He's hip for. He made it classy. He made him like classy. The button downs, all that. Yeah. So yeah, Jay Z, Rock Nation. He's even in Rock Nation's even to um sports. sports. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I yeah, hadn't thought of that. And to yeah. see hip hop artists yeah. now, and it's almost unanimous when it comes to that. I feel like as far as hip hop artists now, who they look to as the the leader. You know what I mean in the culture. Who they all pay homage yeah. to, and they're doing it while he's living. They're not. He's not gone. And they're saying he's. They're doing it now. They're saying Jay. They're even happy. more so than they do with Nas. Yes, very much. Yeah. yeah. But then, the Godfather. He's he's the Godfather of of rap today, of hip hop. Yeah, yeah, he is. When they look at the God, when they but said, you know, God doesn't necessarily be the best to be the Godfather, right? Of of of. But he is the best. He he he. Best or he most can be. 
He checks all categories. All those categories he checked. Nas doesn't check all those categories. Exactly. And True. What? But I mean, that's gonna that's gonna always be a thing, a, a, a test of what are you looking for though? What is the categories? What are the America's already chosen? Know. He's the chosen one. He he sits on the throne. And I feel like he's done it while keeping that. Okay, that, fair that, enough. Yeah, that um like that hustler's aura about him in the way that he moves. You know what I mean? I think he moves hip hop. You know the way he moves and carries himself. And I think he literally attra- he attributed, he transferred that street hustle mentality into all these different areas. You know what I mean? In, in a way that Nas hasn't captivated America. Exactly. Very it, true. Only but I you, don't think Nas me, wants to captivate get America. Nas, yeah, but America as a whole, he might be, yeah. they don't get Nas. But I think they got two. They they have two different motives, though, Big Brother. They're they're trying. They're going for two different things. I think Nas could give a care about America loving him, where Jay Z feels differently. I, I, I think there was a that. point where he did care, but I think that now that he understands that, I, I'll never, I'll never Maybe. get that. Maybe. But I'll always, I'll always be a hip hop legend. Yeah. Nobody will ever well, say Jay Z was better than me, right? And based on the fact long. alone that I entered that nigga, right? And it's probably enough. been twenty that's years. Oh, yeah, that's and it, but it's probably long. been twenty years since he accepted that fact. Probably yeah. after that, after you know, it was like okay, you know, this is my lane, this Jay's lane, this Kanye lane, this whoever, so and so yeah. forth. You know. Um. Oh, that's a good one. That's in my number two as well. Who you got? Wow, man? number two. Number two, man, it's gotta be Run DMC. The fact they ain't on this list yet, come on. I mean, it gets good because it could be coming around the mountain. But number two, man, they number two, they they they're the kings of rap. There is no higher such an MC should call sire. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, Rockbox, yeah, man, all that man. They was making movies. I'm sorry, America. Before rap was I'm sorry, America. That's Before not, rap was even cool, they was making movies like for real, for real, like for real, for real, man. So yeah, come on now, they they number two, number, you know. I'm not gonna argue against that. Other than I would say that they're out of a, a highly elementary for me, but because I thought about them, but I just I didn't pull the trigger. Mm. With um, that rocked its way with Aerosmith. Right, that's, that's all. That's the art of that's the all. Level. That's true. What they, say, what they call it I'm now, sorry, America. I made a mistake. I made a mistake, and if I could get a mulligan, I asked for America to give me a mulligan. They, re, they, yeah, yeah. He trying to do like I did last week, America. <laughs> That's what he trying to do. He trying to do like I did. But yeah, you know, right? They revitalized Aerosmith. Aerosmith was going nowhere till them cats hooked up with Run DMC and changed their careers around. See, I didn't know that. I thought they was both at, at the equal no, plateau at that time. No, they, so Aerosmith they helped was put the kinda, battery back in Aerosmith. Nah, but, but they helped each other, though. Helped each other. Fair enough. It, it was a 50-50. Fair Cause enough. Because what, man? White dudes didn't know about Run DMC or my rap. Yeah, and then fair enough. Black dudes didn't know. Man, I was there. That was my time. I was yeah. like, look. Yeah, Adidas and Rockets, that shit was hot. Right. That was yeah. some hot shit. And I, was like, Yo, and I respect that. Yeah, they was, that's my uh, number two. Anybody y'all got any other honorable mentions before we get to this number one? Uh, yeah, I've hot. been wanting to say this for a while. I think this falls in kind of where you put MC Hammer. But um, 
I think Vanilla Ice definitely has. Nah, he's on my honorable mentions Yeah, and I was gonna, I'm gonna he be honest. Be. I actually had him at number ten, but there was a, I just you I couldn't put, put him a in trigger. there. I didn't. I was you, you know, put a trigger. I, I, know. I, I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? I know. Because so, he didn't deserve it. But I. But yeah, like, true indeed. He. he Vanilla go, Ice, go yeah. ahead, go I feel ahead. like he embodies, I feel like that was a turning point for hip-hop, too, where a lot of these corporations said, perfect, it works. Right. And now, we can you see a lot of it. Yeah, if you I can know. take a white boy from this place, Todd Van Winkle, and we call him Vanilla Ice, and we can have him do this, and it worked, I think that was crazy. And I think it's okay that... Yeah. Uh, and I think that white MC Hammer. And now they do it in all things. I mean, you know what I mean? Now you can like make what? All things. Now I think it's like, okay, we can make this this guy who's a correctional officer, we can have him rap like he was a drug lord, and we'll call him Rick Ross. He'll be a rapper's name. <laughs> oh, and I think that's goodness, similar. You guys. I like Rick Ross, oh, but I'm just saying this is entertainment. You know oh, what I mean? But if you can take Todd oh, Van Winkle okay. and make him vanilla ice, you can take Rick Ross, the correctional officer, and make him the kingpin. Yeah, okay, know? little brother. Yeah, that's, we, that's, goes, a, that's a whole other podcast. That's for a whole saying, other man, podcast. Vanilla Ice, But man. yeah, Vanilla Ice definitely was, was an honorable mention there. I got him right here. I'm staring at his name on my list. I, I well, Yeah, I definitely couldn't pull the trigger. Marley <laughs> Maul. Marley Maul, I was thinking of him. Man, he, he, put the, he put the juice crew together. My little brother, way too little to know, young, to know about the juice crew, Big Daddy Kane, Craig G, uh, uh, Master Ace, <clears throat> Who else in the Juice Crew? Man, they was, it was loaded. Cool G Rap. Craig G. Yeah, Craig G, Cool G Rap. Man, they was loaded. Roxanne Chante, I believe, was in it. I think. Big Daddy, Big Daddy K. Man, there's a lot of folk. A lot of folk. A lot of folk. So, you know, yeah, that was like the ultimate. That was like the dream team of rap, you know, for then. I really, I just couldn't get Marley Ball in there. You got anybody, Big Brother? I didn't say much. I said sure. If we go. That's sure. That's your only. That's uh, it. Okay. So now we on to number one. Number one. Who you got, little brother? I got Tupac Shakur, man. Tupac um, Shakur. I would say that you know that's one rapper that trans transcends through all generations, and you know people are gonna know about Tupac and they'll mention Tupac to the end of time. Um, for me, I related to his music at a young age. Um, listening to listen to a lot of his music. I think like Dear Mama was the first one of the first tracks I, I really connected to as a youngin'. Um and the thing I really appreciate about Pac is in the terms of how I feel, he's who I who I connect with the most out of all rappers. I mean there's days he got songs that he's talking a lot of positivity. He talks about Brendan's got a baby, social awareness. Then he got times where he's pissed off, you know what I mean? That he's venting about you know, how unfair the world can be, how cruel the world can be, things like that. Right. And then he also has songs, you know, with a certain bravado, like, hey, but I'm the man, you know, I got the ladies, things like that. Yeah, and, he was a, yeah. And in all those all songs, though, yeah, Jack of All Trades, and in all those songs, I feel like he was being genuine, he was being him, you know yeah. what I mean? And I, yeah. and I don't know, this Tupac, I really like the fact I can go and look up Tupac interviews now and... A lot of what he's saying is relating directly to what's going on in the world. So I like him for a lot of social conscious factors, um, and then also just I felt like he was telling I felt like he was telling the truth. You know what I mean? And he's a rapper that uh, that I definitely I mean he he was my first favorite rapper, and he has continued to be my favorite yeah. rapper until this I day. Can't, yeah, I can't argue I can't argue with that. Other than do you think since you know because Big Brother. 
said something about the per- somebody influencing people now. And do you think Pac still? He's still prevalent now? He's still... Tupac? Yeah. Prevalent now? Yeah, I think in a lot of the, the demeanor of... Um, mm, man, that's tough, like man. Like young yeah, kids. I see what you're saying, you the know, young kids. The, the, no, yeah. I mean, no. So that's a good question. No, I think that he is losing some of his uh, luster. luster. Yeah, his luster as far as his influence with the yeah. young kids because I feel like a lot of what's going on now is... A, that, that's the opposite of what what Pac stood for. You know what I mean? He's going to tell you where the drugs came for, how it's affecting our community, as opposed to just talking about being on the drug. Right. I've heard... Talk, when I hear Tupac talk about weed... Our Hennessy, I heard him talking about these things as coping method mechanisms, and he would say why he was smoking, why he was yeah. drinking, what caused him to I do that. Right, yeah. You know, he didn't just say, I'm smoking this, I'm smoking this, you know, da-da-da, makes me feel like this. No, he's telling you why. He's telling you about the stressors he went through. He's describing his feelings, shit, being therapeutic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um... But to answer, yeah, I think his luster is going out, and hopefully it won't fade away. But the way it's looking and the way this music is going, that nigga's gone pretty soon. Mm. Mm. You have to look him up. They're going to be talking about Tupac. Mm. I'm just going to say this. I like the Boondocks. It was a cartoon show. And they had this episode where they had Dr. Martin Luther King come back to life. And he watch the BET channel. And then they said, would the doctor Martin the King, would he, you know, would he like what's going on with the BET channel? And that's what I'm saying with today. Would people really, would people really tune in to what Tupac's saying for what a lot of this, because I, I don't know that they would. I don't think, I think they would tune them out. Tune them out in which way? You mean as musically? Where just social consciously, where they wouldn't really care what he's really Ah other Because than, he touched so many different I'm sorry. things. That's where you, I'm that's sorry. where we that's when, when he we, when he goes on and goes in on the police and shit, that, that resonates, no doubt. That part resonates. But a lot of other shit, like Black Panther shit, I don't know that it resonates as much today. But it will resonate with someone because there's a thousand different sects and there's a thousand different clubs and there's a thousand different Facebook pages and there's a thousand, you know, somebody would have latched on to that anyway. Musically, would he be hitting like he was back in 93? Probably not. But he'd still be acting. You know, he'd still be in the public eye. He would have still been Tupac. Probably would have been bigger now than he ever would have been. His music falls out. Probably just like ninety eight percent. Because I'm talking rappers. about the subject matter, it falls off. It falls into deaf ears no, today. Well, that and because it's not. He, Tupac was a rapper. We're not gonna get into what Cats is doing now. I don't want to. I don't want to do that, Big Brother. You know how I feel what people do now. But Tupac, yeah, beyond his subject matter, yeah, he was saying something, right? I guess if that's what you want to put it. He was saying something. It would fall on deaf ears. Yeah, you're right. It would. Unless he put it in a... Maybe he could do it in a melodic way that would... I don't know. That's a whole different... Beyond the music, he would have He would have been doing movies. He still probably would have had a talk show. Who knows what Tupac would be doing in 2020. The effect on the masses. 
He could have had. I'm, I'm, you know, Big Brother, Little Brother got me on that. I should have had him on the list, I guess, because he, you know, but I. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think he should be on the list. On this list right here. It, it, but I just feel like, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's if, you know. Yeah. It's, for me, it's if. If he would have been, he would have been the biggest thing on the planet. There's no doubt about it. He was James But Dean I'm saying, though, as much as you say if he would have been the biggest, if Biggie would have been around, who's to say that he don't take the shine away from Jay-Z, that he becomes the biggest. So we don't want to deal with it. Right. It's, yeah. Then you start going out slippery slope. I, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, we could do that all day. All right, big brother. What's your uh, number one? The obvious pick. He's already been picked. He's the biggest, baddest individual in all of hip hop. He's done done it. He's done got away with committing murders, to committing people being trampled at his shows, to cutting to cutting people off and MTV telling you're fired. He's the man, Sean Puffy Cole. <laughs> Shot Puffy Coles. Okay. Wow, yeah, he didn't even he didn't even make my list, sadly. But I hear you. I hear you. I can't be yeah. I don't know how he don't make my list. Number one. How does he two. make he is number one? He is he is the most influential. Sean as Puffy Coles made it. From. He made it cool again to jack other people's beats. Yes. Mm. Yeah. He made it cool again to dance. In here to dance and rap, man. Right. right. Before right. then, people was all saying, but when Puffy started stealing other people's music, people was dancing again. They call it sampling, big brother. They <laughs> call it sampling. Today, they show, yeah, we sampling. But back then, it was jacking for beats, and if you jacked the motherfuckers' beats, <laughs> it was stealing. a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> you keep stealing the people's beats. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. Take, you take hits from the 8As. Because, yeah, I know yeah. Puffy did what he did, yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I keep, the demise of Bad Boy just stings me so much. The demise? What? Yes. I, I don't get the demise the of demise, Bad Boy. It just, it just faded away. Totally. It just totally. What? I mean, you, you a lot of A lot of record labels faded away. And you typically can't keep on when your best artist ain't here no more. I ain't here no more being put in jail or whatever for whatever reason. But that's still. You know, your best artist. So he, he did good to last another 10 years after his. John Puffy Combs is the, wasn't there no more. He's a major player in the industry. In in hip hop or just in showbiz? But it, they, yeah. never don't mind. I okay. That's number he's number one. Oh man, I well, he already said my number one. Uh, you know, uh, scandal or not, it's Russell Simmons. It's Russell Simmons. You know what I mean? He managed Ron DMC, made them cats superstars, made his own label, made tons of other people superstars. Come on, man, it's Russell Simmons. It's, you know, it's pretty, he, to me, he's the most, most influential cat to, to touch hip hop. You know. My, my problem with Russell Simmons is if you were to ask, if you were to poll, if you were to say to so many kids today, Sean Diddy Combs or Russell Simmons, 
who's the most relevant, okay. and it's gonna be Sean Diddy Combs. Okay. But I guess I, so. It, so it's so it's like a Beatles Rolling Stones situation there. As in Sean Puffy Combs is Rolling Stones. He, he's still a little more relevant than the Beatles, but the Beatles is a better but, group. Puffy's he's younger than um he's younger yeah. than Russell. Yeah, I think you can't yeah. go wrong either way because I think that you have you have them both. But I mean, it's it's clear that Puffy has followed just like uh, it's clear that Puffy has followed an imprint he has seen in Russell Simmons. Whether it's going out branching out to the fashion first, the Fat Farm and Sean John has so many similarities. Right. You know what I mean? And then with Russell Simmons branching out and with the the Deaf Comedy Jam, you know what I mean? And yeah, I think I'm, he I'm really, just giving it to the Godfather. Yeah, but I you think know. that Puff Daddy transcended it to uh, another level, took it to new heights. Like, okay, I'm gonna. Who's take the you. better player, Shaq or Kareem? You know, it's yeah. that type of thing. You know what I mean? Or and some people that say Jordan and LeBron, but that's a whole different thing. We ain't gonna get into that. We ain't gonna get into that. Diddy's here to stay, you know what I mean? So I, I, I can agree with that as far as I can't knock that for being a number one because I think that we could have this conversation 10 years from now and Diddy will still be relevant somehow, some way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it, he'll I be like so. that until he's gone. Like, he's going to have his hands in hip-hop and he's going to be a tastemaker and you're going to have to go through Diddy for something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's going to be that dude. Yeah, and low-key, it's funny because he, he does consistently – Top Jay-Z on a lot of these lists each year. Jay-Z has quite a bit more, you know, I feel like popularity to a certain extent. But when it comes to <laughs> getting these businesses together and racking it in, uh, yeah, Diddy be up right up it's there. It's Diddy! Jay-Z, yeah, no, yeah. So, yeah, there, I, so you're saying Jay-Z would never be Diddy? Is that what you're saying? Or Diddy had never be Jay Z. Uh, no, I don't know. I, just be, just a little extra. But yeah, I think got a I think more time. that you know, I think you're gonna have Coca Cola and Pepsi. But at the end of the day, I think Diddy's gonna continue to progress in ways that Jay Z is. You know, Jay Z. I think his thing is gonna he's gonna get wrapped up. Obviously, he has a family with Beyonce. You know, Puffy man, he's flatlined. Yeah, he's Diddy's flat-toned. never gonna flatline because Diddy's always. It's nothing but. It's all about being Diddy, man. It's all about. The next thing, the next thing. Jay Z, he's happy. If Beyonce's Black happy, Joe. we can do these things. Yeah. But D- Diddy's always, it's always. The, yeah, they got, yeah. He's always moving. I, know, I mean, hey, I ain't the biggest Jay Z fan right about now, but why not be happy? You got the gorgeous wife. Man, Y'all can man, do these funny, man, these cutesy little tours. You're, not, and, you you're know. just trying to question why he's saying Diddy's going to be on top. Do all that. He's on top right now. I, I agree. Ten years from now, he's going to be on top. You On top of on top of Jay-Z? I, I mean, who, who, on, on top, top of, of hip-hop. What? Oh, on hip-hop. Being the number one most influential. Yeah. Ten years from now, y'all still yeah. feel that? Ooh, that might definitely be a hot take. But I, you know, it's as usual, Rude Dog, wonderful guest. My little brother Rashawn blessed us with his presence. Hey, it was fun to be here, man. I'm definitely enjoying uh, your show, D. You know, it's, it's great. It's been nice to hear Rude Dog and his contributions, too, man, for the times he's been on. It's, it's, it's been fun, man. It's definitely amazing. Uh, Rafiki had to get out. He had business to take care of. Um... Until next time, y'all.
Wow. Now that was a riveting conversation. Sorry we went a little long there, y'all, but, you know, it was an excellent episode. I got to thank my little brother, Rashawn, for making his debut. You know, he gave, he gave me a quality opinions. Very passionate young man. Got to thank my big brother, Rude Dog, for being the excellent guest that he always is. And, uh, you know, keep a lookout. Still got something for you. Still working on Black History Month. I'm going to come up with something good for y'all. Last but not least, uh, my baby boy is traveling to Africa right now. So I want everybody to give him, send out good vibes, prayers, you know, however y'all get down. Pray for my baby boy's safe return. And, you know, that all goes well on his trip. I love you, Dub. I hope everything works out. Uh, anyways, guys, as usual, I'll see y'all soon.